Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Back on March 25th, the Seahawks re-signed star pass rusher Carlos Dunlap, who really felt like he was central to the team's success in the pass rush. This signing, though, overshadowed another excellent acquisition Seattle made just two days earlier along the defensive line when they brought in former 49ers defensive lineman Kerry Hyder Jr. on a three-year deal. After that signing, Hyder spoke with the media about what made Seattle the right destination for him. You know, throughout the, my time in the league, you always hear rumbles about different organizations and their culture and stuff like that. I've always been kind of drawn to the organization. And when I had the opportunity, I just, you know, I kind of jumped on it. And I was just really excited that it was, you know, presented to me. Hyder, who led San Francisco with eight and a half sacks in 2020, also spoke about his experience in free agency. Well, I mean, it's a big difference when you have a career year versus not so career year, you know, going in. It's a little bit different going into free agency. But, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of different expectations. I just knew going in I was in a better position than I was a year before. And I just wanted to get to the best situation, no matter the price. If, you know, I've learned over the time, you just want to be in this position where guys want you there and they want you around. So that's that's what I was looking for. Kerry noted that there were a few key factors which contributed to his breakout season last year. A couple years ago, I had a big sex season also, but it's just the plays, you know, being to be able to play and not kind of be a spot duty player and just the coaches trusting in you and allowing you to play. I think that's just what, what helped it. You know, I always felt like I could rush and felt like I could play well. I just felt like the right coach had to believe in me and allow me to play. While Hyder was having a breakout season, 2020 was not a breakout season for the Seattle defensive line. The team struggled to get pressure for much of the first half of the season. Hyder said the improvement on the defense showed promise later on in the year. From what I can tell, I know the pass rush got better. The defense started clicking together. You know, from my experience in the league, uh, it, it may take some time for defenses to click and that kind of thing. I know the team has a, a defense full of great players, so... I just took them some time and they just, they put it together. It's an amazing group from top to bottom. I mean, you got young guys, you got older guys, you got a great mixture of guys that can play inside and outside. I'm just super excited to, you know, to see what I can add to the group. You know, those are already great players, you know, from Dunlap to LJ to Puna. It's just a great group of guys. And I just want to add my sauce to the group and see what I can bring. The six foot two, 270 pound Texas Tech product says he is capable of playing anywhere on the line. They're going to try to use me the best way they can, you know, whether that's inside, outside, you know. Uh, I kind of always been a, a defensive lineman that kind of gets in where he fits in, you know. So if they need me inside, I'm sure I can jump inside. If I got to play outside, I'll play outside. But uh, I'm definitely coming in as a defensive end, and, you know, that's I, I plan on well, spending the majority of my time. The ability to play effectively as a lineman on the inside or outside may bring back memories of the Michael Bennett days in the minds of Seahawks fans. Hyder says that Bennett was actually a major inspiration in his career. The two played in Dallas together in 2019. You know, that's a, that's a guy I've looked up to and looked up to in the league and a guy I've kind of modeled my game after. So, you know, the characteristics were there because I kind of, that's, that's who I watch, you know, same body type, that kind of thing. So I just kind of always, that's kind of one of the reasons why I was kind of pitching myself in Seattle. I can kind of see myself in that same type of role as Mike. Hyder's versatility has been both a blessing and a curse. While this lack of a definitive position coming out of college likely hurt his draft stock, ultimately causing him to go undrafted, it also helped him stay relevant in the NFL for seven years. Seattle is Hyder's fifth stop 
on his NFL journey? I was undrafted out of Texas Tech, and uh, I spent a couple of seasons on practice squad. You know, I was one of those guys that kind of worked up through the ranks. You know, I went from practice squad to kind of a rotational guy to a starter to our guy and, and back up to a starter. You know, I just kind of, you know, I've been through the, the wire, and I just, you know, you see a, a vet at the end of it. You know, I just just kept working, and uh, I was able to get my opportunity here with Seattle. Hyder has certainly had a long career by NFL standards and turned 30 years old on May 2nd, but he says he still has a lot left in the tank for someone his age. I had an unorthodox uh, journey to the NFL, so I might not have the, the mileage guys have on their legs. You know, I had time on practice squad and I had time where I, I was able to sit out. So I know I may say 30, but it's some, it's some young legs right here. I've been, you know, I still got a lot of time left. Someone like Hyder, who has been on four other NFL teams, is bound to have a number of friends around the league. And one of Hyder's closest football friends is Seahawks safety Quandre Diggs. That's my guy, man. I, we go all the way back to his rookie year back in Detroit. And uh, we always kept up with each other. And, and as you guys know, Quandre is always on social media and that kind of stuff. So uh, that's my guy, man. That's uh, probably one of my best friends that's in the NFL. and I'm looking forward to playing with him again. Before having the opportunity to reunite with his old teammate from Detroit, though, Hyder has other pressing matters to attend to, namely being a dad. Well, I live in Dallas full time right now, and uh, I'm just training. You know, I'm, I'm on dad duty and taking my daughter to school, and I'm training for the other half of the day. Then, then I'm then I'm hanging out with the wife. Man, it's pretty much how the day is going, and uh, just enjoying the rest of the off season. And that does it for today's show. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for producing this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore C-O-N-N. You can follow me on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. And coming up later this week with the schedule being announced on Wednesday, Clinton Bonner and I, we are going to be doing a live locker room chat as the schedule is released Wednesday night. That will be at 5 p.m. Pacific time. You can follow me on Locker Room. You can search for my name, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-A-N. You can go to LockerRoom.app to download that. And I believe it is still only on iOS. But for those of you who can't make it live, you can post up at FieldGoals.com. Your reactions, will read those on the show. And then once we're done, that will get posted to the podcast feed so you can listen in there. So if you're not able to make it, don't worry. You can listen in and hear all our thoughts on the schedule coming up for 2021. If you're not subscribed to the show, you can go to sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts. You can search for field goals in any of the podcasts app. Subscribe to the show and get that show out in your podcast feed as soon as it's released. So until then, go Hawks. <laughs>